Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So this week I've been asked some questions. It's a whole load of questions, actually. And I'm not going to go into why. That doesn't really matter, but it's a beautiful, lovely gift in terms of the podcast because it gives me a focus to talk about a few different things. And one of the things that's really stuck out in this list of questions is something that I haven't really been asked about for, oh, I don't know, when would be the last time? Maybe 1996, something like that. Somebody's actually asking me about my qualifications, my, uh, you know, going right back, my uh, A-levels, my O-levels, my degree. I'm actually being asked about this stuff for the first time in ages. And it's really made me think. It's really reminded me. And it's something I don't, I can't remember whether I've shared it on the podcast, but, you know, I'm not holding myself up as any kind of role model. But I think it's important for people to understand if you didn't do particularly well or you're not doing particularly well at school and you happen to be listening to this, that that doesn't mean you can't build stuff. I mean, I've been lucky in my life. I've, you know, I've built businesses, I've renovated houses, I've, you know, I've created a lot, lot of things, lots of value, but I didn't do that well at school. In fact, I mean, I guess that was about, I was probably about average a lot of things, certainly at the start. I mean, back at, in secondary school, you know, and as I say, I was in secondary school from what, 81 to 86. And I got eight O-levels out of that. I was one of the last years to do O-levels in the UK before they switched to uh, GCSEs. But I got eight, which seemed pretty good. It was, it was certainly a lot more than some of my teachers expected. And it was always so less than than most of my friends. I think most of my friends managed nine, but I was kicked out of French, uh, quite early on. They decided that they decided that I should focus on my other other topics, which is funny now, because when I go to France, uh, you know, on the odd occasion, I'm quite comfy speaking my pidgin French, more comfy than a lot of people, I guess. Anyway, I got eight levels, which was pretty good, but then I went up. You know, you go up a level, don't you? And I went to A-levels and A-levels were not so good. I did get three, but I think, I think there's a C and two Ds. I, th- I mean, it's really a struggle to remember, but they weren't good. Those results weren't particularly good. And consequently, I went to, I guess what you could say now is, is I went to a lesser, lesser university. In fact, in fact, when I went to it, it wasn't a university. It wasn't even a polytechnic when I arrived. It was a... Uh, it was an institute of higher education and, and it became a polytechnic while I was there. Now it's a university, but, and I came out of that after three years with, with a two, two, which is a very ordinary degree. And it's not something I was particularly happy with at the time. My teacher said I deserved more, but I think that was really a way of saying I should have worked harder, but I think there's two things. There's two reasons why. I didn't do well because, you know, as I've shared with you before, you know, I've got a reasonable IQ, you know, it's it's depending on which test, which Mensa test you believe, it's either sort of top 2% or top 1%. So my IQ was good, but the thing was, well, there's two things I think in education, for me in education, the, the rewards never really synced up to the work. You know, I never, I (laughs) Maybe you could say that I felt the rewards in life were elsewhere a lot of the time. And, you know, that would have been in reading, in movies, in playing football or whatever, or going or playing computer games. Oh my goodness. The, 
the rewards in computer games seemed insane when I was a teenager. They still do. I've made my peace with that a long time ago. So the rewards never, the work, the, the work never connected to the rewards properly. But the other thing was I didn't really, I didn't really have that curiosity. I didn't really have that drive that I didn't know how to learn. I think and this is the bit that was missing for me. I, I've also said to you before, I don't have a great memory, but there was certainly none of the kind of help. There was none of the help in school that I think, that I hope certainly my kids have had in terms of technique for, for memorizing stuff. It was my memory, at least it was just all sort of thrown at us really. But a strange thing happened to me when I was 21, I've talked about before, I went on this amazing trip, this eight month trip across the Atlantic. And one of the funny things about that boat trip was, I've said this before, that there was only three of us, very tiny boat. And after a couple of weeks at sea, you sort of get comfortable with silence. You know, you run out of stories. And what there was, was this little library of books, maybe 20 or 30 on the boat. I can't remember exactly, but these were very different from the kind of books that I'd read before. Very different. There was, um, 100 years of solitude was on that boat, which was a book I'd never read before. There was, um, Kenneth Branagh's first biography, which was fascinating. I dipped into all of, there was poetry. I dipped into all of these books, you know, and up till then I'd really mostly read, uh, fantasy and science fiction in my teenage years. And then suddenly there's all this literature, all this sort of opportunity, biography, history, and something about that really, really lit a fire in me, a fire to kind of understand. And, and when I got across the pond and I ended up, I ended up in Dallas staying with some, some sort of really distant relatives, lovely people. And this guy in particular, he was a big wig in the, in the business world. And he had a library as well, but it was a library of business books. And I remember, I remember reading my first, um, Tom Peters book in search of excellence, the, you know, the classic business sort of management by wandering around book while I was in Dallas and I, I bought some books as well. And suddenly this, this kind of thing, this monster erupted. I'm speaking to you in a house that I bought mostly so I could house my library upstairs and it, it really made a difference because not only did I see that there were things to learn, but I began to, to, to understand that there was a way to, to learn things, a way to internalize it. And I've talked before about the, the fantastic old style book, the magic of thinking big, um, which is, oh man, that's a book where, where they're talking about, it's old enough that they're talking about kind of bushels of corn and stuff like that. This idea, and you know, don't get me wrong, self-help's gone out of control in a lot of ways, but this idea that we can improve our position, that we can be more than we are, that we can build things that create value for other people and in doing so create value for ourselves. This, this lit me up like a rocket ship. And if, if I go back through all of my career post education, you know, I came back, I ended up working in a little local theme park. And then I got a job in a video production company and then IBM, two different jobs in IBM. And suddenly in IBM, I'm running the project for Purcell that puts out the first Purcell websites across Europe. 
And I can trace this stuff back to this, this, this idea in this little book that actually, you know, you can, you can do whatever you want. You can be whatever you want. If you, if you take the time to learn stuff and then you apply it. And of course, those are the two different things. If you can connect the rewards to the work and there's nothing that does that in the way that building a business does, I don't think. So anyway. I was just, just, yeah, just reminded because I haven't thought about my education for years, but it, it wasn't that great. And do you know what? It didn't matter for me in the end. It didn't matter. I've come out all right. And if you happen to be young and if you happen to be not that good at school, you know, remember that there's more to life than that. There's, oh man, there's a heap more. And I'm, I'm envious of you. If you're in that situation, that you've got the opportunity to find that out. Anyway, thanks for listening. Remember your story will mean business. In fact, if you started off and it was pretty rough, that makes for a better story later on, right? If you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.